Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Resilience is My Beauty with yours truly, Tawanta J. Hey, 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 what's going on, family? How are you all doing? I hope everyone is doing amazing and that you are doing well and everyone is doing well in your household and all that good stuff. So you know what's up. Come on in, come on in, come on in, honey. Go ahead and drop your bags. Go ahead, take off your shoes, get yourself comfortable, get you something to drink, have a seat in our special room. Go ahead and get your favorite blankie, whatever, (laughs) your favorite pillow, whatever floats your boat, right? (laughs) Prop your feet up and take a deep breath in. Exhale slow. Take a deep breath in. Exhale slow. Hey, hey, hey! (laughs) What's happening? What's going on, my beautiful people? How are you all doing? Oh my goodness, I missed you guys. Oh, how how have you been doing, Shugs? How you been doing? <laughs> oh wow, I know a lot of you probably like, girl, you don't want to know. Oh my goodness, my week has been pretty good. I had a good week. I had a great day. I had a great yesterday, you know. And I and I I'm, I don't I don't want to uh, bombard your ears with a lot of issues and drama and all of that because guess what? The world always have problems, right? The world always have drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't need to dwell on those issues, right? We just need to be grateful for this day, grateful that we're alive, you know, and, and enjoy the presence of what God has blessed you with today. So he woke you up this morning. Get excited about that. He is your life support, so you are breathing. Get excited about that. You are able to physically move and to walk and to run, jog, skip, you know. You know, my husband, you know, he calls me Skip now because, you know, I'm a big kid at heart. I just That's just how I am, a big kid at heart. And, you know, when I'm, you know, after I've, you know, uh, refreshed myself and everything, you know, I come out and, you know, he's either still in the room or, you know, he's in the, on the office. And so I come in and say, hello, you know, like a little kid and everything. He said, hey, Skip. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. I'm like, then, bro, I'm not Skip. But, you know, I do it anyway. I just start skipping like a little kid, you know. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, God is changing my life. You know, he is changing my life. And I can't help how I present myself sometimes. And um, because I know my husband, he needs to be reminded of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done, you know, in our lives and his life. Because, you know, he gets so, my husband gets so caught up. There's a lot on his shoulders, you know. It's a lot that he's dealing with. And, you know, he is just so easily drawn into the troubles of the world, right? He's so drawn into that. So it's my, you know, it's my job, I guess, if you want to call it that, <laughs> or my position, if you will, to come and put a smile on his face or just, you know, let have him, you know, laugh a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And that's a gift. That is a gift, the gift of laughter, the gift of of smiling. You know, when was the last time you really smiled sincerely? When was the last time you had a good laugh? We need to laugh. We need to enjoy life. Yeah, there's a lot going on in our lives, man. But you know, I'd rather laugh. I'd rather keep laughing than crying. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're going to have those moments where you're going to shed some tears, right? Because we're human. It's going to happen. But at the end of the day, you know, yes, that's when you just say, God, I trust you that you're going to take care of this, that you are going to, you're going to heal my broken heart right now. And then, you know what? He will probably direct you on a television show or a comedy show. And, you know, you start cracking up on the show and everything on that character. And then next thing you know, you'll be bawling, man. You just like <laughs> tears be coming down your face, you know, because it, it was just funny at the moment, you know. So, yeah, man, I mean, that's that's a gift to me to put to put a smile on people's faces. You know, even though I'm not feeling my best. Even though I'm having one of my moments, yet I am determined to fight that thing, you know, to suppress that once and for all and put the joy in in front of it, you know, and just skip my cute little cell phone and run and just enjoy the rest of my day. (laughs) Right. But yeah, man, you know, I want you guys just to reflect on that today, you know, or this evening, depending on what time you're listening to me. But just, you know, just be thankful for the gift of, of laughter, you know, the gift of, you know, of sweet memories. Think of, you know, of the people in your life. You know, I had an uncle who's of course has gone on to be with the Lord and, uh, you know, he was, a you know, a natural comedian, you know, he wasn't even trying to attempt to be, to make people funny, no, to make people laugh, <laughs> but he was just natural in it. You know what I'm saying? He, he was just a joy to be around, man. He was just a joy to be around because he always made, um, you know, um, situations, you know, very enjoyable, if that makes sense. You know, uh, I mean, he just had his way to really, uh, diffuse that heat or that, that, uh, that confusion or what, or dilemma or whatever was going on at that time. He just had a way to put a smile on our face. It was just the way how he did it. And it was just naturally given to him, you know? And, uh, you know, maybe there's someone like that in your life right now. Maybe you have an uncle that is always cracking jokes, but it's just so natural for him to do those things. Or you have an aunt that's always humorous and, you know, really, you know, to have a kid-like type of, you know, uh, uh, you know, behavior, if you will, you know, it's just how they do things that just makes you laugh and just to enjoy life. And even though they got problems on their own, you know, you may know of their issues and there's some you don't know, um, but they don't allow those issues to drown them or to put them in the dark place. They just made the decision that day to rejoice and be glad, right? To be exceedingly glad and to be thankful and grateful for life. You know what I'm saying? So listen, guys, I want to come on here and just to talk to you a little bit uh, about doors. Yeah, about doors. Yeah, D-O-O-R-S, doors. (laughs) And you're like, what? Talk about a door. Why do you want to talk about a door? Well, because you know what? We still got our hands on that doorknob of yesteryear and we're still trying to open up that door we're still we're still trying to figure out how we can pry that door open and see if we can go back in that moment of time and try to live in that moment try to fix what was broken fix something that you caused or whatever we're still 
at that door. We still at the threshold trying to get through. (laughs) But I'm here to tell you guys that the door that you've been standing on, that door won't open no more. That door won't open no more. That door is shut. It is meant to be shut. It is permanently closed. Okay. Now how I came across this topic or, you know, just, uh, or how I just came across the discussion is because I remember back in my time, <laughs> wow, I sound so ancient, ancient when I said that, but anywho, you know, I remember when I was in, uh, in college and, uh, I, you know, and I think I mentioned this uh, to you some time ago, but anyway, I was in a relationship with someone whom I really believed and thought that, that, you know, that person was going to be my husband. Okay. Cause I was that in love with that person, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and, and I really truly believed in my heart. I really believed that he was the one. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> but it didn't happen. Of course, um, uh, he unfortunately broke off the relationship with me when I didn't even see it coming because we didn't really had anything going on in our relationship that, that, you know, uh, that, uh, forced him to make that decision to break off the relationship. As far as I, as far as I'm concerned at that time, I thought we were straight. I thought everything was fine and all that good stuff. Um, but, but, uh, but on, on, on his end, he was already long gone. <laughs> you know, he may have been physically there by my side, but honey, he was already hunting elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, um, it was very devastating because, you know, as opposed, you know, he did not come to me like a, like a gentleman should, and just basically told me, you know, tell me basically, you know, that maybe we should separate this. No, he wrote a letter, honey. He wrote a letter and it was like a three page letter. And here I am being all hype and excited about, you know, hearing from him. Because the thing about it is I saw him maybe, uh, I think maybe a couple of weeks prior because one of our former choir members um, uh, got killed, was murdered. And uh, we went to uh, the church for the funeral to sing. And that's how, uh, you know, we reconnected, um, my, my then boyfriend at the time, um, because I was staying on campus during the summer and he was already home. So, uh, you know, again, when we saw each other, when I saw him, I thought everything was cool or whatever, you know, but here it is. I can't, I want to say like maybe a couple of weeks later, uh, when I got that letter, you know, uh, and I opened that letter, I was like totally shocked. I, I was devastated, you know, and I couldn't believe what I was reading. And, and that just shifted everything. And of course, you know, I, 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 you know, of course contacted him, called him. And back then we didn't had cell phones. Okay. We were still using the pay phones that's on the corner. You know what I'm saying? Them pay phones back in the day, you know, so there was a pay phone right down the street from the campus. And my, one of my buddies came with me cause he was with me at that time when I, when I got the letter and I, you know, I called, um, called him up and, uh, I called him collect. Hello. <laughs> And it seemed like, you know what, it seemed like he was waiting for that call because he picked up that phone and, you know, and um, he was like, hello. And I was like, I didn't even say hello. I just went gangster on him. Okay. I was like, what the, you know what, (laughs) you know, 
I'm like, explain this. What is going on? You know, and he and he was just very cold, very, oh, he was just like a whole different dude, man. And he's like, I don't love you anymore. And, you know, I just want this relationship over with, blaze, blah, blah, blah. And I was just shocked. I was devastated. I was hurt. I was just, oh, my God. It, it took me to a whole nother level. And that's how, that's how my depression, or that's how my, yeah, that's how my depression was birthed at that time. Because, you know, I loved him hard. I loved this dude very hard. And it was that true, godly, pure love. You know, there was no intimacy involved with us because I was not that type of girl anyway. I believed in, you know, in, in honoring, you know, the, the covenant of marriage and all those things of that nature. You know, so, yeah, I was a virgin and I was not that type of girl to go ahead and, you know, you know, have somebody pluck my pluck my lily. No. Absolutely not. Yeah, you heard what I said. Don't act like, don't get shocked. Okay. <laughs> but anywho, you know, and, and I, and I kind of had a feeling that's why he basically broke it off because, you know, he knew I, he was just not going to get nowhere with, with me on that. But anyway, as time passed on, you know, I was devastated and it put me in a dark place. I was depressed and all of that stuff. And yeah, that was the season at that time where I was really, really debating on contemplating suicide and all these other things that was going on in my life. But as time passed on, of course, you know, um, you know, we continue on uh, with school and all of, all those things. I was still pursuing him. I was still trying to get him you know, to, uh, you know, to, to think things through the, let us have a conversation, let's talk about this or whatever the case may be. Um, but there was nothing, there was nothing. I mean, there was one incident where it was, I thought it was going to change because, you know, it was collaborated with, um, two of our friends as well. And, you know, we, all four of us went out to, uh, went out to eat, and, uh, and he, he came along, which was really surprising. And I was like, Oh my God, I was all excited. You know, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, after that, we got back on the campus and, you know, um, our friends, cause they were dating at that time, they went their separate ways. And so it was just me and him. And, you know, we, you know, I was just so in awe and all that stuff. And, you know, <sighs> I was hoping that maybe he would say things differently. Like, you know, I had a great time and, you know, maybe we should get back together. Maybe we should talk things through. Child, that never happened. He ain't say a word, you know what I mean? And I mean, he had a great time, of course. He wasn't that blatantly cold-hearted, but, you know, I was just like waiting and nothing happened at that time. So, of course, time move on. Uh <laughs> He didn't pursue. He didn't pursue. And I was devastated. I was like, what is going on? Why is he not pursuing? Why is he not, you know? And I, I just never gave up. I never gave up. Even though he broke my heart, even though he treated me like a like a piece of crap. <laughs> and he did, honestly. I'm not saying it just to make this make this all, you know, he really did treat me cold. Um, but I had that heart of forgiveness. I was I was giving him that opportunity, you know, to, you know, to come back and all of those things. And, uh, it never happened. And even after I graduated and I stayed on campus after I graduated two years later, now during that time, he had moved on. 
this brother moved on. He already started dating and he dated one of the, one of the girls, you know, that was, uh, in our, in the choir too as well. And that was not a good thing, uh, for me anyway, cause you know, you know, th- that's a whole nother situation I ain't going to get into, but anywho, <laughs> but you know, it, he moved on. He moved on. He they dated for a good while and all that stuff, and then eventually that didn't work. And I guess he moved on to someone else that kind of favored me, which was kind of odd. I mean, she was absolutely a stunning young young woman. She was absolutely gorgeous, you know, very pretty, dark skin, beautiful, gorgeous. Oh my gosh, she was absolutely beautiful. She really, really was. And I was just kind of like dumbfounded by that because I'm like, gosh, she kind of looked like me, you know, and everything. But you know, kept it moving. So as time passed on. Uh, I moved forward. I late, you know, a few years later, I went on and went to grad school and I pursued him again. Okay. And I wasn't like obsessed. Now let's get that, let's get that checked down because I know some people are like, girl, were you obsessed by this dude? No, I was not. I was not obsessed. I, you know, I kept moving. I moved on with my life, but I was still thinking about that relationship because I truly believed in that relationship that I, that, you know, he and I, has something very special and that I was like, maybe this time, you know, we can work things out, you know? And so I did connect it with him. I did finally connect with him to wish him a happy birthday. I called him and he was totally like shocked. And, but yet he was very happy, you know, that I remembered his birthday first and foremost, and he was happy to hear my voice and all of that. And I was just giddy, like a little teenager, <laughs> you know, and thinking that, okay, this is going to, this is going to make, this is going to happen. We are finally going to get this thing started. Girl, please. It never happened. <laughs> Again, I was at that door putting my hand on that knob and trying, and I was turning the knob, but the door was not budging, man. The door was not budging. So all through the years, man, I, I was like scratching my head. Like what is going on? What is going on, man? And even at that time, yeah. I, and I, it's just coming to memory now. I had moved on myself, meaning that I had started dating someone too. While I was at Cookman, after I had uh, graduated, I started dating someone then. And so I had to really start to just like, you know, flush him out of my heart for the most part so I can really start focusing on this new relationship, which in a way I really did not want to pursue because we really had a relationship as good friends. And I really didn't want that relationship to go sour because of us taking this to a whole nother level. And I, and I was right because years later, you know, it, it was just... It was just a hot mess. But at the end of the day, you know, I, 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 I continued on, you know, thinking about and wondering and all those things, hoping that things was going to get the way, you know, get back to where it was. So as time moved on, you know, of course, eventually I got married and, you know, and I, I moved on. I moved on with my life and I didn't start think. I didn't, you know, think about him no more to be truthful and honest about it because I just figured like, okay, you know, that part of my life is over with, but I was still trying to figure why it was such a difficult task for me to get, you know, to get that relationship back. And, you know, God revealed it to me here. It is years later, man, this is over what, <laughs> what 30 some years ago. But here it is about maybe about at least a year ago, God revealed it to me. And I wasn't even thinking about him. I wasn't thinking about that situation, that moment in my life. 
it just, he just hit it in my head, you know, just hit it in my heart. The reason why, you know, that relationship didn't work out because he didn't love me the way I loved him. And that just, that, that sit in my spirit for me. I was like, what? I was like, say that again, Lord. He didn't love me the way I loved him. Now, see, I said before, I loved him, the, you know, the godly way. Okay? I loved him the godly way. Because even though how he was treating me after the relationship, after he broke up the relationship, he was treating me like a dog. He totally dissed me. If I was in one side of the room, he would go to the other side of the room. I mean, yeah, he totally ignored me, honey. He didn't say hi. He didn't say, how you doing? Praise the Lord. He didn't say nothing. <laughs> okay. I mean, I was like the end of me for real, for real, but I was still willing to give him another chance. I was still willing to just, you know, uh, dismiss all of that and just embrace that love with him again. Right. So my love for him was pure. It was real. It was forgiven, you know, all the way. This is how God is with us. Right. But his love was not the same. Yeah, he cared about me. He liked me. He loved me to a certain extent. But he was not in love with me where he honored my morals or he honored the morals. And even and even with that, he still would say, you know what? I want her as my wife. He didn't see me in that regard. He didn't, he didn't love me that deep enough to really see the future of me being his, his wife. Like I saw him as my husband because that's how my love was for him at that time. Yeah. I was in my twenties or whatever. Cause you know, people be like, well, you know, that's young love and all that. Shut up. You know what? Well, listen, there's people who got married young and they still married and it's 30 some, 40 some years. Okay. Come on with it. So yeah, that love I had for him was true love. It was pure love. It was real love. Okay. And it was godly love. And so God put that in my spirit that day. And I was like, wow. Because back then you couldn't tell me, you couldn't tell me that he didn't love me. That's why I was having such a hard time to accept that that relationship was done. Because I'm like, we had something special. He, he was with me through every step of the way. He was supportive and all of that. Yeah, because that's his nature. That's who he is. I mean, if you, if you knew who this dude was, his personality is very genuine. He's a soft-spoken dude. He's really cool. Very, you know, very, um, very charismatic. You know, he's just a nice dude. Really, really nice. And you can easily just fall in love with his, with his whole style, you know, and he's a beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous black man. Absolutely beautiful black man. And I'm not saying it because of the relationship I had. That's just how he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, who's that actor? Lance Gross. Who, you, know, you know who Lance Grossi is, right? The one that's on uh, Tyler Perry shows. Oh, yeah, that, that pretty baby. Mm, my Lord have mercy. Yes, that's, he, he's just that natural beauty, gorgeous deliciousness of a man. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep it real. I'm a woman. I, I got, hey, I'm just going to let you know. That's how fine that brother is, okay? 
And, and, but he didn't let that, uh, get over his head or anything like that. That wasn't him. He was just a beautiful man, uh, by the physical point, but more beautiful in the heart. But at that time, I didn't, I didn't see that. And who knows? I probably just didn't want to acknowledge it either. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I've been through this before in previous relationships, you know, in high school and then, you know, and, and, and even before I met him, you know, I've been through these relationships with guys that didn't honor my morals and they will try me a couple of times, but if it didn't work, they will go on, go on and move on with somebody else, you know, and that was the part that hurt me, you know, because I would not dare dishonor them, but they didn't care about my morals. And, but with this situation, it was much deeper than that, you know, and, uh, my mom fell in love with him, of course. And he too, he loved my mom as well. But at that time, it just didn't work. It wasn't, it, it just wasn't what I thought it was. And so God brought that to my attention and, and, and I was like, okay, okay. And, and, and I was like, well, that would explain a lot of things. And, and even if I did pursue and he acknowledged that, it's no guarantee what our relationship would have been like anyway. You know what I'm saying? You know how we go back in time and we want to, you know, go back into that moment where that season of our life was the best time ever, where we met our first love or we met our true love or what have you, but it didn't go it didn't go as we had thought at that time, you know, things happen, life happened and you're separated or you never really acknowledged the, 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 the love you have for each other. And so you moved on or what have you. And here it is 20, 30 some years later, you, you know, you go back in your mind and you remember that person and you want to go back into that, that moment in time and try to, you know, uh, you know, pick up where you left off, <laughs> if you will. And, and, and cause you're curious, you want to know like, oh, if we, if we, you know, that shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know, that kind of thing. And you just want to go back in time, man. And just like, oh man, I, I wonder if, if, if we, if we could, you know, try this and see how, how, how our relationship, you know, is going to, how it's going to flourish and all those things. Now it may happen. And for some, it probably won't, you know, but in my mind back then, I was thinking those things and I was like, I know things will be great for us because we were such a perfect pair from my perspective you know we were a perfect pair but I realized years later that God had shut that door and not only did he shut it he locked it and not only did he locked it the he 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 you know he uh the the the, the hinges disappeared so there's no door <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There's no door. I I mean, I could stand there all I want to. I wouldn't even know where the door is anymore because it is completely gone. Okay. There's a lot of you out here. You still standing at that door waiting and hoping and praying that that door will officially will open and you go in and walk past that threshold and go into that moment in time and find the love of your life. Find that thing that really blessed you or whatever it was, that happy place you know, and, and, and think you can resurrect that, but you can't. 
You can't. That door is closed. You can't go back to that career. You can't go back into that relationship. You can't go back into that time. It's not meant for you anymore. You are in a whole new season in your life. A lot has changed in your life. God has blessed you with people that truly, truly love you for who you are. There's people in your life right now that truly respected your morals, that respected you as a woman. You know, they didn't give you a hard time. They didn't play with your heart. They didn't play with your emotions. You know what I'm saying? And even though there there, there was some discrepancies, there was some issues going on or whatever at that time in your life, yet that person still, you know, respected you or they, they respected you know, uh, your principles or whatever, you know what I'm saying? We get so lost in time. We get so lost in the past that we totally forget what we have right in front of us. That door is not ever going to open again. It don't even exist anymore. Okay. So you got to understand you have to move on. There's no point of holding on to something that is dead. That is not, it's not even there no more. It is dust. Okay. It is dust. <laughs> okay. And, and I thank God that, you know, cause years ago at that time, I thought it was going to be difficult for me to really let him go. You know what I'm saying? But through the course of time, God helped me through that. He healed me. You know, he delivered me from that. And so now, of course, he's married, you know, he's moved on, of course, you know, he's been moved on as you, as I, you know, mentioned, but he's married now and all those great things. And, and it's wonderful to see that because listen, marriage is tough for anybody and everybody. For those who are married, mar- marriage ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't wish nothing ill on anybody, you know? Uh, so I'm, I'm grateful and thankful that, you know, he met someone that he is happy to be with. You know what I'm saying? And I pray that that marriage will last for a long, long time for them. I really do, you know, and uh, because I know both of them. I know the person he's married to because we all went to the same school. And, you know, and 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 she, she is a beautiful person and in spirit and in heart as well. So, you know, God worked that out for, for them. And, you know, time and time and... and you know, when I saw the pictures of them, and this is like years ago when I came across a picture of them, you know, I, yeah, immediately my heart was, my, my heart sank. You know what I'm saying? It, it just, it sank. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> At least I'm keeping it real because I know some of y'all are probably tripping right now. You know, I, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and here it is. And I'm keeping it real. I'm like, oh, that should have been me. That should have been me, right? I said that in my heart. I did. I said that to my heart. But I immediately, I had to repent on that. Immediately, I had to like, you know what, Tawanda, you need to get up. You need to, you need to get up, grow up, and move on with your life. This is it. And that day, I said, enough is enough. I had to let that thing go for real, for real. I was not going to allow the memory, the memories to go ahead and corrupt the, 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 the blessings that was already established in my life at that moment. You see what I'm saying? I was not going to allow the memories of my past to corrupt what was presently going on in my life. Okay. I was not going to get lost in that, in that moment. 
because there was nothing more that I could do anyway. That that was long gone. This brother had shut the door before I even acknowledged the door being shut. He had already moved on before he even put put my name on the letter. You hear what I'm saying? This brother had already made his decision <laughs> a long time ago. But I was just so in awe and so, you know, I didn't see the signs. I didn't see it. I didn't sense it. And maybe I did, but I didn't really acknowledge it. I don't know at that time. You know, I was I was young. I was in love, whatever the case may be. I didn't see it, though. But he had already had moved on, right? And it was difficult for me to accept that. It was difficult for me to really believe that because I knew we had something special. I knew it was something that I truly believed could have lasted a long time. You know what I'm saying? Um... And I was holding on to this fairy tale dream, you know, but it never, never, never happened. And like, in 20 some years after that, I was still pondering on that. It's like, why did not, why it did not work? Why it didn't happen? And this, that, or whatever. But God brought it to my, to my uh, attention, you know, where he, he told me he didn't love you the way you loved him. And honestly, I don't even think he knew how to handle the love I had for him because he didn't understood that that love I had for him was a godly love. And because, you know, and because when you have somebody in your in your life, you know, they they show affection towards you and you you embrace that affection. You know, you embrace that affection and, and you fall. Of course, you fall madly in love with that person as well. You think it's 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 parallel you think it's the same but honestly it's not you know and that's why you have to be careful when you get into these you know these uh committed type of relationships you know you really cannot allow your emotions to dominate in in that relationship you gotta you really gotta stay focused you really gotta uh you know be on your p's and q's you can't get all softy you know when that person comes to you and starts showing you all attention and affection you know, it, yeah, it's nice, but you really got to be, you know, you, you, you just got to be on your P's and Q's. You know what I'm saying? And you got to start asking questions. You know, you got to, you know, know who you are dealing with. Because if this is something who you see as a future mate, yeah, ladies, you're going to have to ask questions. You have to observe. You have to really test the waters. Okay, and I'm not talking testing the waters in bed. I'm talking about testing the waters in, in terms of that person's heart, his intentions. You know, what is what does he want to do? What what does he want to do with his life? What is his plans? Does the, the, you know? I mean, he may not have all the answers, but at least he, you know, at least he would acknowledge that. Yeah, there are some things that I do want to pursue in life. How is his relationship with God? You know, is he serious about his relationship with the Lord, or is he just going to church because that's just something to do? You know what I'm saying? These are things that we have to bring into conversation. Because I know sometimes we get lost in the lovey-dovey moment and the embrace and the compassion and all that stuff. We don't and we don't talk. We talk about, oh, you so cute. Oh, you so fine. Oh, you this oh shut up. Nuh-uh. We, we we established that the first time y'all laid eyes on each other. Okay? Now it's time to get to the real deal. 
okay, are you in debt? How you are with your finances? Do you have a temper? Okay, well, if something happened, how do you handle that? Do, 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 are you, are, are, do you diffuse the issue or do you infuse it? Do you add more fuel to the fire? I need to know before I make a commitment to you. You know what I'm saying? These are things, ladies, that you need to start acknowledging and presenting in, you know, at the table. When you and him are sitting there gluing eyes at each other, these are things that you need to bring to the table, honey. And you need to see how his temperament is. You need to see how he receives those questions. Did he, does he start to get itchy in the butt? You know you know how they start moving in the chair a little bit too much and they get a little itchy because you asking them some sensitive questions that they don't know how to answer. Okay, and when they come to that point, when they start doing stuff like that, then yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you observe on that. Okay, once you have received the answers from that dude, then you go in God and pray after that. And you let God reveal to me about this brother. Because you know my future. You know what's, what, what this dude's all about. I don't know. I just know based on what we have established at this moment. But you know the future. So God, please reveal to me, you know, if this dude is for me or not. You know, so I don't have to waste my time or energy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, I hope I'm blessing somebody out there. You know, and not just us, not not just the young the young babies that's in their 20s that is in college or whatever. I'm talking about even us sisters that's in our 30s and 40s and 50s that's been single for a long, long time. Okay, because some of us sisters are getting a little too 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 weak. We get a little too weak and we like, oh, my biological clock is ticking. Shut up. No, mm-mm. you don't even know what, what, what the time ends or begins in your life. Only God knows that. Okay. So you need to stop allowing the enemy to tell you that your clock is winding down. Okay. Stop saying that. Don't believe that lie. Okay. What God has for you, it will be for you. But before he gives it to you, you have to go through some discipline training. You have to go through some development training. You have to go through certain stages in your life before that Boaz come into your life. Okay, because you won't be able to handle Boaz. You ain't going to be able to handle that king and that's going to come into your life. Girl, he going to run you out of your own house. Okay, that love will be so powerful, you wouldn't even know what to do with that kind of love. And especially if it's from God, if it's that God love. Oh, girl, you wouldn't even know how to handle that love because you don't even know how to handle God love for you now. So what makes you think you're going you ready for your Boaz to come? What makes you think you're ready for marriage? What makes you think you ready? OK, so you you got to remember, darling, that you are going through a stage yourself. There's some things going on in your life right now and you want to go back in time. You wish you like, oh, if I could just go back into the moment where love was real, when love was pure, when love. I remember so and so and he was a good man and this, that, whatever. And I messed up or he messed up or we messed up. And, da, 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 da. and now, you know, I want to know where he at. You know, so we go on Facebook, we go on Instagram and we try to find them or whatever. And we may be lucky enough to find the person person and we want to see instantly if he married <laughs> we want to find out if he's married have children now he may have some kids but he may not be married or he probably was married but unfortunately his wife passed away or you know he's in a relationship but you don't know if that relationship is serious or real or not you still gonna take a chance anyway you know what i'm saying so again we going back to that we going back to that door again we going back and try to open up that door to see there's an opportunity, there's another chance. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to do that. 
Why you want to go back to that time when your mindset was not even mature then? Why would you want to go back in time when you really didn't know much, like you know stuff now? Why would you go back in that time frame? You know, why, why go backwards? That doesn't make sense. Your life is about moving forward, not going back. So everything that you had in your life is in the past. There's no need for you to go back there. There's nothing there anymore. What you should do is learn from your past. What you should do is remember the things that took place at that time that taught you something. And so you could be able to apply it to your now. Now, you know, back then, yeah, you messed up, you screwed up, you know, you was a loosey goosey, you know, you, you, you tripped, you know, you was a little, you know, prissy about it, or you were just suit, you were just really sweet, but you was naive in love or what have you. There's some things that you could only, you know, uh, you know, uh, take account for yourself. Don't worry about that other person or the people in your life. You only take account for yourself. You know the mistakes you made. You know what you put in. You know what you did was right or just or fair or what have you. But you learn. You learn from those moments. You learn, you learn from your mistakes. You learn from that, that, that season in your life. And now you're going to apply that to your now. So you won't make the same mistake twice. Or you won't get hurt that way again. Because now God has, he has, he has broadened your intelligence. He has given you more knowledge now. Okay. He's given you more than how it was back then. Now you were smart back then. You were intelligent then, but baby, you grew, you, you dealt with life. You didn't know a whole lot. Like you thought you did back then. You know a lot now. So what and if you decide, when it, what and if you decide to go back courting again or dating again, now you know what you need to do. Now you know your priorities. Now you know the value of your morals. Now you don't have to second guess. Now you don't have to debate. Now you don't have to negotiate. Now you don't have to, you know, put an ultimatum, none of that garbage anymore. Now, back in the day when you were in college or whatever, oh, you, you put an ultimatum. Oh, you, yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't do that anymore, you know, you know, but when you get deep in that relationship, then you know, hey, close the door. (laughs) What's my boy Teddy Pendergrass song back in the day? Or turn off the lights. Okay, back in the day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm getting at, right? Now, and now you regret it. At that time, you you regret it. You regret it then. Because, you know, now that dude, ain't, he ain't your husband no more. He, well, he ain't your husband, period. He never was. He moved on. He played you. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of sisters out there that's still grieving over that. And it's 30-some years later. That may sound so far-fetched. That may sound so crazy. But, yo, I'm telling you, there's a lot of sisters out there that are still holding on to the memories of that pain, of that bad breakup. For real, for real. Listen, I just told you my story. And it took me 20-some years to truly be delivered from depression from that incident. Come on with it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think about him that long, but I that residue of that memory, the, 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 the pain, you know? And, 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 and God is the one that helped me and healed me and delivered me through all of that, man. So yeah, that door that you still standing on and hoping and praying and wishing that it will open, girl, that thing melted down. And it, it don't even exist no more. You stand all you want to, but it's never going to happen for you, baby. So what you need to do, you need to walk forward. You need to keep on walking because there are other opportunities. There's other doors that God is waiting for you to open. Just 
for you. And if only you just trust him and not your emotions. If only you just rely on him, lean on him, not your own understanding. You will have a successful life. You will have a beautiful life. You will have a beautiful love story to tell, to share, to embrace. Okay? God knows what you need. He knows exactly what you need. And what he gives you is meant to be given to you. Because now you have already developed, you have already matured. You have already you have already passed the test. Right? Trust in God, don't trust in your heart. Don't don't trust in you. Don't trust in the system of this world. You know, because back in the day, I used to do that, too. I used to go, you know, remember the Cosmopolitan magazines and stuff, and they had those quizzes. You remember them quizzes? And, you know, I know a lot of y'all did it. Y'all go ahead and pull out that quiz and, y'all, you know, um, at, you know, answer the questions. You had the A, B, C, D, and then you tally up the uh, your answers, and then you find out the results of, you know, your love life. <laughs> oh, I used to do that all the time. It was on, it was in Cosmopolitan magazine, I think in Vogue too, if I'm not mistaken, because I used to buy those magazines back in the day. And I used to, I used to, you know, take those quizzes. I really did about relationships and about, you know, my future and all the craziness, man. Oh, please. So that's what I mean by that. You don't, you don't fall prey to the world system, uh, how to, you know, uh, rekindle that relationship or, you know, how to get a, how to get a man in this day and age and in your, in your, in your age and, you know, and all please no um because it, it that that's already ruined before it even started right listen don't worry about that door it ain't there no more okay there are other doors that God has already set for you and all you need to do is just allow him to guide you to those doors while he's while you are approaching that door he's also developing you he is strengthening you right he's building you up right He's reinstating some things in you. Come on with it, right? He's there to he, he's there to deliver you, to to restore you, right? He loves you. And he doesn't want you to continue to be distracted or dismayed or hurt or be, or feel betrayed or or believe that there's no one out there for you or that you are too old and all that stuff. Have you seen down through the years uh stories of couples that's like in their 70s and 80s that is getting married, if not the first time, maybe the second time. It's such a beautiful love story. So love always wins. Love never dies, right? It's always an opportunity for you to find that true love. And I know some of you probably, well, I don't want to wait when I get in my 70s. Girl, I don't think mother that got married to her husband had said nothing like that. She, I, child, please, I don't even think they, they don't even feel in their seventies. They act like they're 16. Okay. <laughs> okay. But those who truly found love and they truly loved each other and respect and honor each other, they don't feel old. Okay, love is ageless and timeless because when you, when, oh my God, is this a beautiful, beautiful thing? And you don't think about, you know, your insecurities. You don't think about, you know, what you cannot do and all of that. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? It's just a beautiful thing, man. And I, I, I just hope that, you know, my sisters that are listening to me, that, you know, you finally start to release that door 
that you, that doorknob, you finally just let go of it now and just start to walk away from it once and for all. And just trust in God that he has already established someone in your life, that there's someone out there for you. There's somebody out there that's going to love you and honor you and treasure you and value you. But you are not ready to handle that kind of love because it's so deep. It's so deep. You wouldn't even know what to do with it. You would be like, oh God, that's just so too, that's just too much. That's too much. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, you ain't ready. You ain't ready because you'll be, you be running away. But that's the love you need. But see, that's how God is with us. So you got to first establish a relationship with God so you can, you, can, you can just allow God's love to pour on you. And you, will, you, will, you start to get used to that kind of love. Because a lot of us don't understand the value of God's love. We really don't. We know that God loves us, but we don't understand that value of that love he has for us. Woo! If you just reflect on your life for a moment and just see, in spite of all your ragged, your wretched self, woo! Yeah, God still loves you. Woo! He still see you beautiful. He still see you, uh, you know, you know, just the apple of his eye. He see you royalty, honey. Okay? He, he don't see what you see, Right? He don't even talk about your faults. He don't remember your sins no more, remember? Isn't a sea of forgetfulness. Remember that? Right? So, ladies, we have to let go of that door. It It doesn't exist. It is no point no more. Now it's time to enter in the new doors that God has already established for us. It is time for us to be bold and take that step because guess what? God is there with you anyway. He's there to guide you and direct your path. He said he would never leave you nor forsake you. He's right there with you every step of the way. Every step of the way. Every step of the way, right? He loves you. He adores you. And he wants to continue to showcase his love through you, on you, around you. Right? So my darlings, step away from that door of of yesterday. It is no more. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can, you, you can't, you can't be that uh, life support to it anymore. It's no point. Move on. The door is, is the door is not there. The door is no more. Now, walk forward to the abundance of what God has for you. And there are so many countless doors that God has with your name on it, with your name on it. And nobody can take that away from you except yourself. Okay? Nobody can take that away from you except you. So what are you going to do, honey? Are you going to stand in the middle of the road trying to decide whether or not if you're going to go back in time and try to kick that door down and go back into that time frame and try to find that love again, which is when it doesn't even exist no more? Or are you going to move forward and just and, and be full of hope and excitement to knowing that God has something great and something way better, way better than what your mind could ever comprehend? I would take that because I know my God, he does good things. And he said, don't you know, don't you see I'm doing a new thing, my love. I'm doing a new thing for you. And that's what we got to get excited about. God is doing a new thing. Old things have passed away. The old things are gone. The old things are gone. He is on a new thing on your behalf for you. 
So get excited. Get excited. Get excited, my love. Okay? Take your hand off the doorknob. Take your hand off the doorknob. Uh-huh. Step away from the door. Step away of what's left of the door. Yep, mm, because it's starting to disappear right now. Mm-hmm. It's starting, to, it's starting to fade. It's starting to fade. You see that? And that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Just go ahead. If you want to cry, go ahead and cry. But you're going to cry while you're walking forward. Okay, because them sad tears going to be happy tears because now you're going to see the light <laughs> or the goodness of Jesus and what he is doing for you, boo. Come on with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, get excited. Get excited because God has something more in store for your life and he wants to share it and he wants to just pour it on you, honey. But yes, you do have to go through some things. You you do have to go through some preparations. You have to be developed. You have, it's just like with, uh, with Esther. Esther had to go through some preparation before she married Boaz. Cause there was no way she could handle Boaz. Cause Boaz was deep. All right. Boaz, he, yeah, he was king and all, but that brother was deep. You know what I'm saying? They had to go through some, they had to go through some challenge, some, some challenges, some steps. They had to go through some things. Okay. And, and, and a whole lot of people in the Bible had to go through some things before they actually walked into that threshold, you know, before they walk into their destiny, their assignment or their calling a ministry. They had to go through some things. They had to be tested. Okay. God ain't going to pour anything on you and you not, you not 100% prepared for it. So you have to go through, and plus you have to go through the healing stage as well. Cause there's some things in your life that needs to be healed. You can't fall in love with somebody new and you're still carrying the old of the pain. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's just not going to work. So yeah, before you can even dare say, I want to, I want to fall. I want to get, I want to be in love or this, that, whatever. You got to go through the surgery first. God has to mend you. He has to, he has to heal you. He has to give you a brand new heart. There's some areas in your life that you know that God has to touch and he has to remove and he has to uproot. There's some things in you that God has to deal with before you can move forward into whatever it is. It may not even be a, 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 a man that you, that you desire in your life. It could be a career. It could be a whole life change situation in your life. But in order for anything to happen, in order for you to see the new things to happen in your life, you have to go through the process. But you can't go it, can't go through it if you're still going, you're still holding on to that door of the past. That door is there no more. It's not there. So move on, beloved. So listen, I'm gonna go because my time is running low here. And I love you guys. And if it and if, if need be, if I have to come back and do a part two on this, I will. Okay, because it's so much, it's so much, it's so much that you know my heart is full that I want to share, but I only get an hour time here. <laughs> So I don't want this thing to cut off on me in the middle of the conversation and all that good stuff. But I hope this blessed you. I hope this came time came right on time for you guys. I love you so, so much. And I want you all to enjoy yourself, enjoy life, enjoy your spring season, okay? And we're going to close up with a prayer. And I will do my best to come back and uh, give you some more nuggets to, 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 uh, to be inspired and to be, to be encouraged, okay? So, God, thank you for this platform. Thank you for my family. Thank you for you, God. Thank you for allowing us to see this day. I pray that what you have poured in me, that this will be a 
blessing to those out there that has been yet holding on to the memories of the past. Help us, O oh Lord, to just trust you finally, once and for all, to just let go of that past, of that memory, of that lost love, of that lost career, that lost whatever it is, and that we trust you enough to know that you have already fulfilled that area in our lives. But as we are walking towards that new destiny, that there are some things that you have to pour into us as well as to pull out of us. Help us, oh Lord, to just be humble. Help us, oh Lord, to be open so we can allow you to do the work in us so that we can walk in with abundance, with the, with, with power and with confidence and knowing that it's you and all you that has done great things in our lives. Heal us, oh Lord, from our brokenness. Heal us, oh Lord, from, you know, from our, um, from our um, confusion. Uh, a lot of us are still dealing with a lot of brokenness, a lot of pain, a lot of, um, a lot of issues, oh God, from yesteryear. Help us, oh God, to finally connect with you and teach us your love. Teach us your love, God, because you are love. Help us to open up our eyes, our spiritual eyes, so we can see the love that you pour on us every single day. Help us, oh God, to just acknowledge you. We love you, God, and we thank you for this day. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen.